You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello, everybody. We're back again. Uh, we didn't do a show last week, uh, partly because uh, I did the Milio interview and put that out as a bonus episode, but also, of course, partly because uh, if we recorded on a Sunday or a Monday, as we want to do, that would have been just before the Apple event and uh, all a bit pointless. So we thought we'd pass and uh, come back this week to talk about what Apple actually announced and not what we thought they might announce which all seemed a bit pointless so here we are we're all here again uh jim is here hello jim and nick is here as well hello nick hello simon it's a good job we didn't actually because it appears that a lot of the um so-called pundits (laughs) actually got quite a lot wrong so, uh... I took I took deep joy in that. I have to say, I took quite a quite a lot of deep joy in going ah wrong, wrong, wrong again, wrong, no, wrong. Uh, Did they wear something? Or was there something on this week? <laughs> yes, yes, Jim, there was something on. Did you not watch it? <laughs> I bet you did watch it, really. Oh dear, no, I uh, I have to admit, and since the event, there's been quite a few um, articles where um, various pundits have been weaselly wording um, and squirming and saying, oh, well, no, what we had was right, but Apple changed their mind, which strikes me as a load of cobblers. You were wrong. Yeah. You were just plain wrong. (laughs) That's right. What they didn't announce is is what what they were going to announce, but they didn't actually announce it. Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) It makes me wonder whether Apple are actually purposely feeding these guys with bum information. (laughs) They could well be. Of course, I mean, the biggest one that didn't appear was the flat-sided watch, and I'll be honest, that that could still be genuine. That could be Series 8. Or... Yeah, possibly. I mean, I thought the watch looked very nice, actually, with its slightly curved edges and stuff. Yeah, no, I not that, um, not that I'm going to be buying one, but no, but um, <laughs> it and it's also possible, of course, that it was uh, something that Apple were testing, experimenting with. Um, I'm sure they don't have one set form factor. You know, it could be any number of reasons that they didn't use that. Could have had technical difficulties because failed to meet quality assurance, you know, standards, whatever. Who knows? But anyway, they didn't announce a flat-sided watch, so all those pundits who said they were going to were wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. There you go. Think about uh, the changes they did make to the, the watch would suggest they weren't thinking about a flat-sided one anyway, because the they enlarged the size of the display, um, they changed the shape of the glass, um, so you would think that you know, if they were actually going to come out with a squared, squared off edge watch, that alteration wouldn't have happened. No. So, and the, other, the, the other thing that I, I, I mean, we all know that they didn't make the decision to make it like it is now yesterday or, mm-hmm. or, or last week. No, that was the other <laughs> they thing. They made the decision it? to make it that way, what, about three years ago or something ridiculous. Oh. 
you know, two years ago, or, wasn't or at it? Least, yeah, well, at least at least 12 months ago, at the very, at the, at at the the very, very least. At the very latest, yeah, 12 months yeah. ago, because you've got to tool up and, and do pre-production tests and, and all the rest. That's so, right, and all that stuff. All that this stuff. Possibly the, um, the rumour about the flat side watch was something they sent out to find out who's leaking. Uh, it could be, who knows. Could well be. It could well be, or as I say, it could be you know an alternative thing that was in testing and was rejected for any number of reasons, or it could be something mm. for further out. You just don't know. Yeah. But or it could have been just made up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could have just been complete <laughs> speculation so. and guessed. Yeah. You know, oh well, if they've done that to the phone and they've done that to the iPads, maybe they'll do it to the watch. Well, yeah, if you speculate, I mean, you can see the logic of it. You can yeah. see the logic of it, but that doesn't mean. Yeah, this is the problem. We, we, I mean, I'm not talking about myself personally because I tend not to follow what they say about. I got so sick of hearing about stuff, I'd just ignore all that news now before yeah. the event and wait for the event. But um, if you do follow it, well, then I still like to be surprised. Still yeah, like I'm surprised by it. I'm the same. I prefer to see the product when it's launched rather than follow the rumours. Um, yeah, I try and stay away from the rumours. To be honest, I mm-hmm. do my best to not, you know, not. Get it's easy involved. to get caught. Up, it's easy to get caught up in them, especially when there's very little news, <laughs> and you and you're scrabbling around trying to find something to talk about. It's also sometimes difficult to get away from them. You know, you can't scroll oh, through yeah, Apple true. News or or you know have an RSS feed without people spouting on about. Knew what colours they're going to be and what shape they're going to be and what somebody says that the cameras are going to do and all the rest. So anyway, yeah, and enough of that. Um, so obviously we had California streaming event, uh, which you know how people like to analyse the invitations and all that. Um, of course we had the thing with the AR um invite. I don't know if either of you did. Either of you do the AR thing? No. Okay. No. Well, if you um, if you went to the before the event, if you went to the Apple site and clicked on the on your phone or your iPad and tapped on the uh, logo, you would get an AR Apple floating in your room. And then if you moved, oh, right. and then if you moved the uh, your device towards it, you would go through the logo and into a dark night lake scene which you could like look at the sky and the lake and around the edges of the lake which was quite nice cool don't think it added it had absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the show which was uh also quite i'm pretty sure and i think it was kelly gamont who said it on on mac voices but it was exactly what i thought um california streaming yes we're in california and we're streaming the event to you so there you go. There was nothing more to the title than that. You know, a bit like London Calling, if you want my honest opinion. But there you go. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we started off with a weird celebration of California, which was a bit like, I don't really know what that was all about. Lovely. Okay, fine. Um, and then we had the sort of, um, I don't know what they call it. What they call them? In, in things, Sizzler. But all the um, TV Plus stuff yeah saying what what's coming and some people were saying oh what was that all about but i mean i thought well what do you think it was about it's about apple tv plus and look at all the new stuff we've got coming the same as netflix yeah what's coming on netflix that's right it's a storefront for their stuff yeah saying padding out the show no i don't think it was padding out the show i think it was just 
saying to people, look, all great new stuff coming to Apple TV in the autumn. The same as mm. the BBC and ITV have things on, don't they? You know, autumn season, look forward to all these great new dramas and, and whatnot. And that's just so, that was okay. That was okay. And um, Ted Lasso has now had 20 Emmy nominations, I think. <sighs> yeah, I know. And uh, won some more critics awards and all sorts. So that's good. That's good. Um, Anyway. So then, of course, we went on and uh, they kicked off with iPads first, was it? <clears throat> it was. It was well, the iPads first, wasn't it? Yes. Which um, was a bit of a surprise to start. Um, I will just say, right, because because everybody beforehand was calling it the iPhone event, I had a, a little bit of a sort of uh, bit on my bingo card. No iPhones in this event at all, right? I thought I would absolutely <laughs> fall about laughing if they did uh, iPads, watches, you know, AirPods and something else. Because last year, the phones were not in September. The phones were in the October event. But anyway, that's by the by. So I was just thinking, if there are no phones in this event, I will absolutely fall about laughing. But they, they did have phones, but that's another matter. Um, so, I yeah, mean, we so had that the... Probably make... That probably means we won't get an October event now because we've had they've announced everything. I mean, we well, may you, still do. But... You've still got the Mac uh, event to come, uh, yeah, Mac OS and whatever they launch. Then because you're, you? you're still talking about, uh, you're still talking the rumours about M2s and no, 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 no. I've said this over and over again. We're not getting <laughs> any other chips this year. I said right almost at the beginning of this year. <laughs> We're not getting anything else other than M1 this year. No, I might, I might have to eat. I might that's have to eat my hat. That's me too. That's like, that's like being back at school. That's right, you naughty boy. Go sit in the corner. <laughs> so I mean, we yeah, we kicked off with the um, the iPad nine, um, which I thought was rather nice. So, I mean, they doubled the storage, which miffed me a little yeah. bit because I, my, I think be, this is probably one of the best things of the of the evening actually i mean maybe not the best te technologically but just where it, its price point is uh, <laughs> i wanted it to be i think i said in the slack room i wanted it to be about 250 quid uh, <laughs> which would have been really nice yes uh, but uh, but uh, oh no that was the i no that was the uh, sorry no i've got that wrong that was the the mini i wanted to be 250 quid. <laughs> didn't we all um, didn't we all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but i think for its price and where where it's situated it's actually a lot of a lot of ipad 64 gig storage i mean that's good for a beginner i think you that's low-end ipad i think for the it's, it's going to give the ipad air 4 a run for its money because it's it's spec wise it's is it not slightly more powerful than the ipad air it's not got a better chip in it no 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 don't you're jumping you're jumping ahead to the um to the mini we're talking about the, the no no the, the ipad the ipad not got a, a new chip it um, did, but it's it's the A13. It's the, it's the A13, yeah. So it's yeah. not right. the very so, latest. So what's the Air got? 15. Oh, no, oh, right. okay. Air, no, sorry. Air is 14, and the new Mini is 15. Yeah. And what's the iPad? Yeah. 13. The basic iPad is 13, oh, up from, right. up from okay. 12. I think it was 12 previously, because my wife's got an 8. Which he bought about Easter time. So the only th the only thing I was a bit miffed about was the fact that yeah, that it now comes with double the storage. But you know, for my wife, I don't think it really makes that much difference. It would just be twice as much no, space space for it to stuff with stupid games. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm I'm looking at the specs now, and it's A13 Bionic chip, 20% mm -hmm. faster GPU, 
a more powerful neural engine. Not that that makes much. I mean, I'm sure it makes a difference, but for the vast majority of us, we've no idea what that means anyway. Uh, A13 bionic chip, it's already said that. All day battery life, which they say about everything, uh, supports the pencil. I think it's the first, yeah, first generation pencil, isn't it? First generation pencil. But that's the first time this device has supported a pencil at all, isn't it? No, no. No. Oh, right. Okay. I think the 8 supports pencil 1 and the crayon. Ah, right. Might even. I've had many pencil two, mm. I think. I'm... Yeah, but yeah. um, but it's but got what the... it does have is the ultra wide camera. Yes, it's got the yes. uh, center stage mm-hmm. with thing where um, you know, for FaceTime and what and Zoom and things, it keeps you in frame. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's brilliant. Which is that a is. pretty, you know, a pretty high spec. Um, and as a consequence, it's got a wide angle. It's got a it's got a wide angled lens as well. So yeah, they've improved the cameras. And it's got um, I think it's now twelve megapixel the camera, the front facing yes. camera. Anyway, that's right, an eight megapixel for the uh, for the wide yeah, camera. Yeah, twelve the megapixel ultra wide front camera and an eight megapixel wide camera in the back. Mm. Got the face, whichever way you want to look at it, the what it faces you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. It's you know for for the money, it's a really. I think it's a really good. I I think the basic iPad is always a really good deal. You know, the seven, the eight, and mm. now the nine, for the money. Um, yeah. And for ninety percent of people, you know, I think what you get when you listen to a lot of podcasts and read the tech blogs, people just go, "Oh, and there's the basic iPad," as if it's rubbish. It's not rubbish at all. And for ninety percent of people out on the street, that is a perfectly adequate iPad. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I mean it's true. It's oh, go on, sorry, Jim. No, I was just going to say, and also the fact that it's it's actually better than any of any of the competition as well in spec. Oh yeah, um, it's much better than any um, Android tablet. So at the price and what you get, it's a good deal. It is a very good deal, and of course the other thing was, um, and I've heard loads of the you know the usual the usual suspects going, oh, but it's still got the old design. And it's still on Lightning, and it only supports the Pencil 1. Well, I see that for a lot of its buyers, potential buyers, being seen as a bonus, not a penalty. Don't forget, they sell these things in, you know, truckloads to schools and colleges and places like that. Now, those places, no doubt, have racks or trolleys where these things are charged, and they probably already have crayons or pencils. they don't want a new form factor. They don't want to have to replace all their charging trolleys and whatnot with USB-C. Um, if you think in schools, many of them will probably have cases to protect them. Um, they won't. What they don't want a change in form factor. They'd have to replace all their cases. Um, yeah, I also think that you know, looking away from education. I mean, if if you're dabbling in Apple for the first time, this is a darn good way to start. Very I mean, much so. It's a it's a lot of power for for not a huge amount of money. I also uh, think again, I like to I always like it to be cheaper. But <laughs> yeah, but that's, uh, that's the other just th- me. The other thing I think is, you know, if you if you are talking about this being um, a product for you know, as they like to say in the trade, price sensitive customers. Um, yes, a lot of those are going to be people who have iPhones. They probably don't have a Mac. Um, they are going to want their cables that they already have, which will be lightning cables, to work with their new product. They don't want to have to buy a USB-C charger and USB-C cables and 
so on. Or if they're upgrading from um from a seven or an eight, they don't want to have to buy new cases and whatnot. You know, I know people say, "Oh, yeah. well, it's not much um, money," but if you're a price sensitive customer, it is twenty another twenty quid because you've got to buy a new case. You know, especially if you have the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Um, and let's and let's face it. I mean, the the uh, Apple will also want to maintain their profit margins yes. and therefore they'll will what they'll leave things as they are simply because it costs more to do something else yes so, so there you uh, go so it work, i mean it works on both ways doesn't it it's it, it it's uh, good for apple and it's also good for individuals in many ways i think about the i think about the form factor of the, the design of the uh ipod uh the fact they've kept this, the uh, fingerprint you know recognition home um, yeah home button yeah um, there were suggestions that Apple might have gone back to the the home button for the iPhones. We know that we know we know, we know that wouldn't have happened, but there were suggestions that they would bring it back because of COVID, uh, people wearing masks. Because when you, you know, you're trying to open your phone up with a mask on, okay, yeah. you've got to go through the, the four digit code. Because, but it takes a while for that to wake up to let you do that. And the, the thought was that well, we'll go back to the thumb rec- your thumbprint recognition mm. to make it quicker to get into your phone. Uh, well, with this iPad, um, if you're wearing a mask at school, I'm assuming they'll use the thought the, the uh, fingerprint recognition at school. I don't, um, I don't know, but you know, it. Another thing that somebody pointed out um, was, of course, if you are selling it into places like. Um, education or to less tech savvy users and whatnot the fact that it has this nice simple press the home button to go back Mm -hmm. to the home screen is a very comforting thing to a lot of people i know we've Mm -hmm. got you know those of us who are tech savvy we don't you know we know you can swipe up or do this or two finger swipe there and there and do all these other things but if you're talking about a school kid wonderful you know there's nothing wrong with a right press this but if you get in trouble press this button and go back to the start um yeah i think it's a wonderful design i mean it worked for so long for them why change it on on this basic machine i mean exactly there's just no need i don't think there's any need and you know what i'm saying is a lot of the people who kind of uh well it's disappointing well it might be disappointing for you but you're not the you're not the target market you are looking to, you know you are quite happy to go out and spend a thousand quid on a ipad pro or the air or you know and you want all this stuff you want not, usb-c not, not and god knows what but your not, average not user doesn't that, but yeah not only that i mean the fact is with a with a fingerprint sensor, you can pick up the iPad and use it straight away. Yes. And with also, your phone, when you your phone, you pick it up, you have to swipe up to use it. So you're actually having to do more <laughs> with the phone than with the old. So, I, yeah, I'm all for uh, having the fingerprint thing. And also, if you keep the home button, it keeps the cost down. Yes. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, if, if it's not broke, don't fix it. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I don't think enough people appreciate just what a quality experience the 300 and change uh, iPad, uh, you know, iPad is. It, it's a fabulous yeah. piece of kit. And mm-hmm. a, a lot of podcasters and whatnot just dismiss it as if it's there's something wrong with it because there are better, you know, and more expensive ones in the line. Well, that's kind of like dismissing, you know, a mid-range family saloon because there are super expensive, you know, Lamborghinis and, and 
Ferraris out there. That's not that's not for everybody. Talking of which, talking of Lamborghinis, I went down the road the other day and there was a, ba- a black Lamborghini parked outside the chip shop. And that was a bit like, that's not your average, I'll just nip down the chippy for sausage and chips motor. <laughs> Because the thing's about a no. foot high. That's why they see go past. <laughs> it's about a foot high, the damn thing. You know, it's like a sliver on the road. It's like, wow, you know. Lovely car, but there you go. That just uh, it just struck me as amusing. Can, Somebody hopping in there. Just imagine getting in. Just imagine getting in and saying, no, no, I've dropped me chips. <laughs> <laughs> Can you double wrap those, please? I'm in the Lambo. Oh, <laughs> and where would you put your chips in the Lambo? Well, exactly. <laughs> Could get uncomfortable. <laughs> but there you go. So anyway, that that was the, the iPad. And then we had the iPad Air, which I don't know what you guys thought. I thought that was the star of the show. iPad Mini? The iPad Mini, yes. Right. Yeah, the iPad Mini. Sorry, did I call it the Air? Because it should really be called the iPad. Well, it should be iPad Air Mini, because that's what it is. Let's face it. It's now got the same design as the Mini. It's got the fingerprint-sensing power button um, that the Mini has. Um, It's now got an A15 chip. Um, It's available with 5G if you want to splash more cash. Um, It's got the liquid retina display, which I think is on that on the smaller iPad Pro. I think that's the same screen as on the iPad Pro. Um, the one that's not got the Pro Motion. Um, it's basically an Air, except now it's it's leapfrogged the Air because it's got an A15 and the Air has currently only got an A14. So that's the chip I was getting mixed up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's where I was getting mixed up. Yeah. But um, and this supports Apple Pencil 2, doesn't it? It does. Mm-hmm. It supports the Apple Pencil 2. Uh, basically, it's an Air. It's an Air shrunken down. It's a mini, a mini Air. Yes, so it, they're calling it the iPad Mini, but it's really the iPad Air Mini. But um, there you go. Um, for me, I thought that was the star of the show because um, that's a huge update to what was it before? Mini Four? Oh, it's quite. It's very old, isn't it? Yeah, the uh, the iPad Mini hasn't been updated for a long time. No, it hasn't. Um, it's and, a cool piece of kit. I have to admit, I was hope uh, there was me hoping it was going to be two hundred and fifty quid. I suppose <laughs> I was being a little bit op- a little bit optimistic. There. That was somewhat optimistic, <laughs> Nick. Somewhat optimistic. I think for the but, price, uh, it is a powerful machine. It's yeah. four seventy nine here in the UK. Four ninety nine US dollars, starting from. I thought that was actually a pretty good price for what for what you get in that in until, that machine. Until you looked at the the storage. Mm, yeah, I thought that was a. I thought that was a bit measly on that one. 64, yeah. 64 gig of storage, um, up from thirty two on the on the standard. I thought was a very nice it, upgrade. Does it jump to two fifty six then? I mm-hmm. think it does. Is it I one don't. Of those? Yes, yeah. there's so, no sixty four and two fifty six. Yeah, so there's yeah. no there's no medium price. Either you've got to go with yeah, what they I've, want. You I've to never have. liked it. I've never liked it when Apple do that. Um, it's a shame. Um, but, uh, yeah, why why couldn't we have 128 gig? Would it have made that much difference to the price? No, but it's just, mm. you know, now if you want more than 64, you've got to go to 256 and give Apple another 150 quid or whatever it is. So, yeah. yeah. But you're right, it is a very smart-looking device. I think it's uh, it's beautiful, um, actually. Uh, if you think the base price is frightening, if you get the 256 gigabyte with Wi-Fi and cellular, 
it will skin you 759 quid. Yeah, that's quite a lot. Ouch. I wouldn't go for cellular anyway, but yeah, that's still quite a lot, isn't it? It's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, that's that's iPad, that's iPad Pro uh, territory, isn't it? Almost. Yeah, but bottom, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Bo- bottom, bottom yeah, of the, the iPad Pro. B- bottom yeah. of the iPad Pro. But mm-hmm. I, I would say that the people who are likely to go there probably will be happy to happy to pay that. Um, mm. It's a... almost like they see the. It's almost like they see this device as a as a separate line almost mm-hmm. that, that goes straight up to the iPad Pro. <laughs> performance wise mm. um, it's uh, giving you the it's over the normal pro, ipads yeah it's giving you the ipad pro performance and a compact design which is suit as you saw in the the, the keynote that suits people like airline pilots and you know, that kind of thing oh, keeping yeah. their trouser leg business yeah. i think it's bus- i think it'll be very popular i think it's very popular really they're like very this. popular with businessmen or people i mean not, not men necessarily people mm-hmm. Because it's not as big as the full blown iPad, so yeah, you can, you know. And it gives you a good be um, video ed- editing um, portable, it's nice compact size. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people just really like that size. It's more convenient than the, the bigger one. A lot of people like it for, you know. Um, yeah, well, when I first got the iPad, it was the you only had the option of the nine point seven inch. Uh, but when the first Mini came out, I bought it and replaced my, my, my original iPad with it. Yeah. In seeing that, I've gone back to the big size ones, well, just because of my eyesight nowadays. isn't that good. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do like the, the Mini. It's nice. It's a... I must admit, I'm just looking at their uh, at their website, um, and <laughs> there's one line on it which makes me laugh. It's got new all-screen design, powerful A15 Bionic chip, super fast 5G. Support for Apple Pencil, now in four gorgeous colours, a device unlike any other. Well, apart from all the other iPads, that is. <laughs> it doesn't actually say that last line. That was me. And, and I, as I watched the, the keynote, my comment was to Apple, it's available in three colours, not four. <laughs> Grey is not a colour. Ah, oh, it's a shade. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Uh, oh, I'll forgive them that. <laughs> or is it? What what co- what colours does it come in now? You've got um, uh, space grey, pink. Oh, I think. Uh, I'm trying mm. to see if I can find the colours. This I know. I, there was pink, purple was one of the oh, colours. Right, yeah. that's, 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 that's funny because you think about it, they've done away with the purple on the iPhone. Yeah. After after the big fanfare bringing it in. I don't know what colours it comes in. I'll go. Let it me go over. Say on the website store. You have to go to order, I think. Yeah. Oh, you'd have to go on to, to order it, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Change. Right. Uh, space grey, pink, purple, and starlight, whatever that is. It's the new... That's white. Sort of silver white. It's not... Um, like champagne yeah, the, kind of thing. It, yeah, it's a sort of sort of goldy... Almost like a pearl Neutral. Color. It's a sort mm-hmm. of... It's not white, and it's not silver, and it's it's like a yellowy... Slightly yellowy... Silver white, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love these. I love these descriptions of them. I mean, it's a little bit like when you buy a car, isn't it? My first car was midnight blue. Yeah, that's a sort of really dark, really dark purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, so there you go. Yeah, pink, purple, starlight, or space grey. Um, which is interesting because I think that was the only one that re- retained space grey. All the others have now gone to this midnight colour, which apparently is different. But there we are. Um, 
So that was that. That was those. And then we had... What was next? Was the watch next? Or were the phones next? Not that it matters particularly. Um, I think it was the watch, was it not? I don't know. I, I, I probably watch. lost interest if it was the watch. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, don't tend to watch those bits. I tend to um, go away and do something else while the watch is on. Um, because I've got no intention of buying a watch. And that... <sighs> The watch is very much. I mean, if you're if you're into your fitness, that's a cool device to have. But if you're not, or your health, if you really want to be monitoring your health minutely, it's a really cool device. Uh, but apart from that, it's a watch. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, not really my thing. But let's talk about. It. Um, so they re- redesigned the case. Um, it's yeah, I like it. I, I do like too. I do. Um, they've moved the screen even closer to the edge, so the bezels have shrunk again. Yeah. Um, they've changed the. Yeah, that does look very nice. They've changed the glass slash crystal, which I believe is now forty percent slimmer. So it, it rises. It's a, it's a tougher glass, and it's slightly flatter. It's edge to edge now. The screen. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And, and have they made the crown a little flatter, or is it, or has it been that way for a while? I don't know. No, no, it just I don't looks know. like the, the previous one. Looking at it, yeah, I don't know. Um, the the main thing is, way. yes, it, it's slightly. I believe they've made the buttons bigger. I think they mentioned making them bigger, so the crown might be, you know, slightly larger diameter than it was before. Oh, oh, it could be. Yeah, and the I believe they've enlarged the size of the side button. Um, yes, that looks. Yeah. And they've brought in tap tight swipe. Yes. Um, Much to the annoyance of people who've been trying to get it onto the phone, developers onto the onto the watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I've got a story in the notes about that. There was a company who had a thing called Flick Type, which were denied access to the. Um, watch App Store and now are unsurprisingly suing because they're saying Apple blocked them and have now Sherlocked them by introducing their own keyboard on the watch. But um, right, I mean the watch. Um, no new sensors. Um, apparently no new chip. Basically, uh, kind of a physical, you know, minor physical redesign. Um, well, you've yeah, got the dust resistance now. Yeah, it's their dust resistant. IP6X, quick resistant glass, stronger front crystal glass. And you've still got the water resistant as well. So yeah. it's slightly more um, environmentally secure. Yep. Yeah. The, the, the always on retinas displays are slightly brighter. brighter as well. Yeah. Yeah, slightly brighter. Um, lots of people. So they've, refi- they've refined it, not a lot else. No. And, you know, what's wrong with that? I don't have a problem with that. Again, a lot of people have been going, oh, well, it was, you know, it was a tiny, it's a tiny, you know, difference. Why? I don't think I'll be upgrading. Well, fine. Don't buy it then. Um, You know, and if you've got a five or a six, you probably, there's no need to upgrade. Um, I shan't be upgrading, but I mean, I've got a three. Yeah. If you've got a series three, then if you wanted to replace your watch, then this would be a fine, you know, this would have a lot of uh, new features. I, I think we get this all the time after an event, and it, it did get a bit wearing on some of the podcasts I've heard, and they're going, oh, well, it's um, it's such a small iteration, I'm not sure I want to bother to upgrade. Well, if you've got last year's, of course it's a small bloody improvement. It's not designed for you, 
Most people don't go out and replace their watch or their phone every year. This is for people like me and Jim, who've got a phone that's two to three years old. And when we do change, we will get a massive jump ahead yeah, in that's features. True. Yeah, that's true. The same same for me, really. I mean, I'm, I've got an 11 at the moment, uh, phone. Yeah. Um, and uh, I won't be upgrading yet, but maybe the next one. Who knows? Um, I, I, I'm just need to ask an important question have apple been taking lessons from the sun in headings because <laughs> <laughs> i've just read i've just read measure your blood oxygen it's a breathtaking innovation oh <laughs> <laughs> oh dear apple really <laughs> oh dear the changes with the series 7 is edging the phone phone edging the watch over towards myself being able to use it in my work um it's now well. You've got what you've got there. Water sealed, so you can go swimming on it. Not that I go swimming, but it's got dust protection now. The only thing it's missing that would allow me to wear one at my work is vibration protection. Right. Yeah. Because uh, my the environment I work in is it's you know you're using needle guns and sanders and you know, all kinds of stuff like that, power tools, in a very 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 dusty and dusty environment. Uh, which we'd call a, 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 an Apple Watch at the moment, but it's it's getting closer to being something I could actually probably get away with wearing at work. Can you imagine if this had been the first watch that they? <laughs> if this was the first watch that I mean, we would have all been bowled over, wouldn't we? Exactly. It's uh, it's uh, yeah, I like it. I like it again. As I said before, I won't be buying it, but it's a, a cool uh, piece of kit. I owned the first one. I got. I mean, I went out and bought the first one. And I think I sold that after 20 months. Um, mm. Yeah, because a lot of it depends on your lifestyle. I mean, since I retired, mm. I don't wear my watch anymore. I just don't feel I need to. Um, I, when I'm out and about, I've got my phone with me. And um, be, because I'm, I haven't got a strict routine anymore, I'd probably forget to put it on anyway. Um, <laughs> so if anyone wants to series two... <laughs> I'm not using it anymore, uh, so I wouldn't buy one of these simply for that reason. Is because um, you don't... I've gone, I've gone from A to B and back to A again. I was, I was, I couldn't see the point of the phone originally. Uh, then I bought one and thought this is cool, and now I've gone back to. I'm not sure I actually need one. Yeah, but there you go, each to their own. Indeed, the other, um, I mean, the there's the the Apple Watch SE is still in the lineup. Um, no changes to that. And the one that was a surprise is the Series 3 watch, which I have, is still available uh, for £199. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I really don't think Apple should be selling that anymore. Um, oh, it's probably aimed at people who are looking at Android watches. Um, but the, the, the trouble with that is, right, I mean, my, uh, my Series 3 watch... It, it's on uh, Watch OS 8, so that's fine. But I can't see it making the cut next year. I cannot see no. it getting Watch OS 9. So effectively, if you're mm. selling that to somebody now, you're selling them something that's going to be obsolete in 12 months' time. And I, I just mm. don't think they should be doing that. Um, I would have liked to see the SE come down a bit in price. So I don't know. I mean, it's 269 on there. If it was 229 and drop the 3 altogether, or at least replace the three with another one. I don't know, Series Four, maybe. Just, I mean, it, it it's just so. It does seem a strange choice. I mean, is it is it something to do with the chips? I mean, are they all using? No, they're all using different chips, aren't they? 
Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. No. I'm assume they're keeping it around as the budget option, but I just don't think you should be selling something that's likely to be out of date in a year. Um, yeah. You know, I don't mind that mine's probably going to be out of date in a year because I'll probably happily run it for another year on, you know, not on OS Watch OS nine, and then probably replace it. Um, I, you know, I, but I've had mine. You know what I mean? I I'm not buying one now and fighting. No, I've had two years out of it or whatever it is. Um, so I don't know. I just think that's a, a, a strange. You know, a strange choice. Also, you know, it's on the it's got the smaller case and the smaller screen. So that means developers have still got to allow for that model. Um Yeah. I just I just think that's a strange thing to be doing from Apple. It'd be interesting though if anyone's actually still using a, a series one and if it's you know if it's still going strong. Um I've never seen well, I don't know anybody who has an Apple Watch. Um so you sort of ask you know, what one have they got? Have they still got a Series One? Uh, well, I mean, I was wearing, I was using the Series Zero um, until, like I say, when um, it was Christmas time, and the the three was there was a you know sort of fifty quid off it. So I think I got it for about a hundred and fifty quid or something like that. Um, with you know with an Amazon deal and all the rest of it, um, and then. My daughter had my Series Zero um, until the battery swelled up and popped the face off it, and it um, that was the end of that, unfortunately. But um, I don't know. But people, you know, there are people out there still using old old ones because if you're not oh, massive, yeah, sure if you're not massively bothered about um, the well, the, some people will buy it because it's a watch, won't they? Yeah, and, and <laughs> you know, they can I'm get not it fairly cheaply. Second, I'm hand. not. I'm not massively fussed about the health features, you know, the ECG and blood oxygen monitoring and heart rate and all the rest of it. I don't really care about that. I want it for the things, you know, notifications and um, tapping on your wrist when you're doing the, you know, when you're driving, if you're using the maps, that sort of thing. Um, Yeah. So there you go. But it's each to their own, each to their own. Absolutely. Very I mean, good. You know, if somebody gave me with a, you know, an Apple Watch six or seven, would I go? Oh, I don't want that. No, of course I'd take it. I'd love one, but I'm not prepared mm-hmm. to spend that sort of money. It's as simple as that. Um, shall we move on to the phones? Indeed, and so we shall move on to the phones. Quite right. Um, iPhones thirteen. Um, there's a mini and a standard. Um, now apparently, as I recall, basically the mini and the standard are exactly the same. Just different mm-hmm. sizes. Uh, mm-hmm. Now with the A15, um, very nice phones. Upgrades to the camera, um, not something that I pay much at. But a bit like you, Nick, you know, when they talk about the watch, you leave the room. When they start talking about the cameras, I, I zone out because... I... Yeah, some people just love the love the cameras and, you know, every improvement in the camera is a good thing. Of course it is. Um, um another solid upgrade again lots of people saying not a big enough upgrade these products are becoming mature the watch is becoming mature the ipads Mm. and the iphone are definitely mature products you can't keep coming up with fabulous new features year after year um it just doesn't work i quite like the uh, i quite like the uh I'm not sure how much I'd use it. The cinematic mode. Uh, um, I mean, it's a bit of a gimmick, I know, but I quite like that. I thought it was quite clever so that, you know, you can focus on different parts of the, uh, and have it zoom in and out of different uh, areas. Yeah, do fo- uh, the focus you know, zoom in and out. Yeah. Focus pulling or, was... or rack focus, as they called it. But, yes. Uh, 
I thought that was, uh, I thought that was very clever. Um, what I did like about that, which was, it's clever, and to some extent it's a bit of a gimmick, but you've got two two modes. You've got the automatic mode, where it uses an algorithm to try and figure out where it what you know, where you wish to zoom or change focus. As it, um, so, you know, as this adult, as if a person turns sideways and an up towards another figure, then it will change the focus to the figure in the background. Yes. Um, yeah. Or if somebody walks into frame, the focus will be on them. But there's also a manual mode where you can um, tap where you wish to focus. Um, so, you know, I mean, I watched that movie and uh, I thought it was very slick. It was very clever. Well done. Occasionally, the focus changes seemed a bit abrupt more abrupt than you than you'd probably do with an you know with an actual camera um you know video type yeah recording but it's still brilliant um yeah it it, uh, it is a bit of a gimmick though it's definitely a bit of a gimmick but uh well as you say another solid upgrade really um well the, the, the couple of things that would sell it to me the iphone 13 is a the bigger battery um Yes, bigger battery. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm lucky if I get a full day out of my battery. Mind you, well, I was going to say my phone's not new, but it is actually new because it's a I got I got a replacement. I ten R to uh, a few months back to replace the one I had before. Um, so, battery life would be a big big difference for me. Um, but the cameras, you know, the a you've got two cameras against one with it, which the XR has. But the, the the camera changes are enough to make me want to to move up. Uh, right, thirteen sounds a good a good good buy. Um, yes, yeah, and and you can get it in pink, Jim. I mean, wow. <clears throat> <laughs> Available, yes, in a, a very pale pink. Um, I, I do admit I've got an iPhone in red, but I think if I was going to buy a new one, I'd buy it in the blue. The blue. They've got this blue. It's almost, it's quite like a teal kind of blue. Yes, it is. It's as yeah. close as you'll get to the St. Andrew's flag. St. Andrew's course, the blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it was you know, a tea. <laughs> It's not a, you know, it's a, I would say that's a slightly... It's quite blue, a nice blue. Aye. But it's it's teal. It's not um. It's not a deep blue, is it? Um, no, 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 it's, not, a, it's a no. pale. Yeah, yeah. well, blue. it's not... Not it's super pale, nice. but it, it's it, you know. It's the kind of blue that car manufacturers would just call metallic or pulescent. Yeah. When I bought the 10R, I was going to go for the blue, and it was just a last-minute decision. I got fancy the red. Yeah. Um, the, um, yes, my, my, my phone's a product red one, um, and I purposefully bought a a clear cover so that I can see it. Yeah. Because what's the point otherwise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I've got a clear case when I'm not at work. I do buy, um, I am a big fan of like, you know, crystal clear cases. If you're going to buy something, then you don't want to cover it up really, do you? But at the same time, I'm not necessarily keen on, um, and I can highly recommend the gear for clear cases. Uh-huh. Yep. It's certainly, certainly tough. Very good. Also available. Other, in, other cases are available. Yep. Also available in Starlight and Midnight, which is, as we 
Dead, the sort of replacement for um, Silver and Space Grey. I quite like the look of the Midnight, to be honest. There we go. Um, oh, it's got. Um, it has. Uh, it has got um, a optical image stabilizer, a physical optical image yes. stabilization, which is pretty cool. They've they've gone to the um, sensor stabilization, yes. haven't they? Rather than sensor shift. Sensor shift to help uh, keep stuff stable, which previously That's was only cool. available in the Pro range. Yes, and they're letting in more light, which is always better for any camera. The more yep. light you can get in, the better. Is that a sensor shift on both cameras? Yes. Uh, I'm looking at the 13. So, yes, I think it must be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, that, that would certainly sell it to me, the 13. Because um, that's one thing that uh, I'm aware and of. They've, they've the also put it in the iPhone 13 mini. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Very but, cool. Is the, is the mini smaller than the 10R, or is it the same size? Oh, I don't know. I, I think the mini's smaller than the 10R. Smaller, right. I think it's the size of a... Um, how big is it? iPhone... It's a 5.4-inch, so it's about the size of a iPhone 5. Yeah, so it's uh, 131.5 millimetres. Do you want it in inches? Mm-hmm. 5.18 inches by 2.53 inches, the uh, the mini. Mm. There we are. So, whether, what, what that is in relationship to the old <laughs> devices, I've no idea. No. Mm. no. There we go. So that just, uh, mini might be just a wee bit too small for me then. Yeah. I maybe, prob- maybe. I mm. probably wouldn't... Um... I probably wouldn't go there personally. Mm-hmm. Those of us of a yeah, certain like age my... find the little tiny, well, now it feels like a little tiny phone, um, challenging on our poor eyes. Yes. What, what surprised me with them bringing out the Mini 13 is was there not some comments made about the the 12 Mini not selling too well, and then maybe they might they would have been dropping it. Well, I these things are you know as we said these things are planned long in mm. advance so why why not even if it's not selling fantastically well you've got the tooling you've got the stuff just mm. make some and and maybe it does you know just because analysts say it wasn't selling well apple don't break it out they must be mm. happy enough with it um you know so who'd have thought who'd have thought not that many years ago someone would come up to you and say this is my phone, and I can video. I can take video at 4K at 60 frames a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on your phone with slow mo and Dolby and oh, Lord uh, and no. the new focusing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah and very cool. oh, you know, and the um, portrait mode for fake depth of field when doing portraits and the whole thing. It did. It's amazing. And then we've got. I, wa- uh, I watched a video down at church today that had been obviously shot professionally and. Um, the person speaking was shot against a, a backdrop. I think it was. I think she was really there. It wasn't a fake tra- backdrop, um, but it was all defocused and you know the old mm-hmm. yeah, but bokeh thing or whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> but I, it just struck me that uh, how how good it looked and <laughs> how clear she was against her background. Well, if you consider the size of the sensor and you consider the size of the the optics and the distance between the optics and the sensor. Yeah, to get to get to get the focus to do what it's doing is really amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, to, to get the blood background and foreground and such a small um, hardware, it's pretty impressive. It's very impressive. It's, it's you know, and the computational stuff that they're doing now mm-hmm. is amazing. Oh, and of yeah. course, the That's... other thing we haven't mentioned was styles. 
Styles. Styles. They introduced styles in in the in photography so that in crude, oh, in crude terms, filters. But they're filters. Ah, right, you can okay. set yourself. Apple are very keen to say they're not filters, but <laughs> they are filters. But they're filters that you can set up yourself. And there's um as I think it was I think it was on the verge. And um, they were saying, you know, if you go and look at a Pixel phone, photos that come off a Pixel phone have a very distinct look. And if you go and take uh, pictures with a Samsung phone, they have a very distinct look. And if you take pictures with an iPhone, they have a very distinct look. Um, And those things are all purely subjective. They're, you know, in the same way as, um, you know, a Canon has... Uh, you know, if you take pictures with a Canon, you will get a distinct difference from, say, a Fuji or an yeah, Olympus. You, 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 get, you get that with the Leica. The, they have the Leica look. Uh, yeah. To the, I mean, yeah, some people say they can tell which camera it's before they listen yeah. to no. Oh, I see. Sorry, yes, I found it now. Um, I must so, have missed this bit. You, you <laughs> or can, I turned off. You can All set... Right, so you can, you can apply... You can apply... A, well, that's not... Yeah, a style which will change just one part of an image or one texture of an image. Yes, it's clever. It's cleverer than the true filter, right? If you put a warm yeah. filter on something, it makes everything warm. Apple are saying that the um, yeah, so the the, the, the style the, you can warm up the, the picture, style but... they're giving the style they're showing on the website improves skin tone and that kind yeah. of thing, and you can make it bright and vivid or. Rich contrast for dark mm-hmm. shadows and that kind of thing. And um, that's pretty cool. I think the it, thing was... it kind of showed me on the cameras uh, was, was two things: it's night mode being much much improved. Uh, yeah. If if the images that are showing on the website are as good as what you get in real life, then that is really amazing, uh, considering the size of the sensor. You know, being able to get uh, the contrast between light and dark. Yeah, but the other the other one is um, what is it now? HDR four smart HDR four, where it can actually uh, take the background brightness and the shadow brightness and give you a perfectly um, mm. Uh, develop picture because you either you can well unless you're actually looking for you know black figures against a a, a light background or an overblown background with the people in you know proper lighting. Um, this gives you both you know gives you both um, uh, what's someone looking for gives you the advantage of uh, being able to photograph against the backlight without yeah. losing detail. Yeah, um, yeah. it says. Now, now recognises up to four different people in a scene and optimises the contrast, lighting, and even skin tones for each one. So it looks the best. I mean, that's 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 pretty good. It is, yeah. Yeah, yep. but it turns out that way in real life. Might two be sold on one. Two times the storage. So it starts at 128, which is good. Yeah, that's that's the that is the best news I've heard in a long time with iPhones. They've actually given you 128 gigabyte as the base model. Yes. Yeah. And not only not only have they been um, listening, uh, uh, reading the sun, they've also mm-hmm. been listening to Carl uh, on his show because uh, it also says it's super color pixelistic XDRidocious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just talking about the Super Retina XDR display. That's all. Yeah. And so, um, so what's Carl buying then? Nothing. Is he going for a new? Is he not buying a new? Well, I'm sure. 
I, I, I think he'll be he'll be buying. He's been talking about the mini for years, yes, hasn't he? The, he has the iPad mini. He'll so be after he'll an iPad be mini. The mini. As he said, I'm quite relieved this year that I do not feel the need to purchase an iPhone 13 because, lovely as it is, it doesn't you know it doesn't offer me enough to go and spend a thousand quid. Yeah. So he says, oh, I've, I've saved a thousand quid. Well, not really, but I feel like I have because I'm not going to buy an iPhone 13. So, you know, <laughs> but he will, as he said, not immediately, but he will be getting a, um, he will be getting a mini because he's been on about the mini for ages. He's a big fan of the iPad mini. So there we are. Um, and then we had the Pro, the iPhone 13 Pro and Max, uh, which are now, um, the same size as last time, I think, 6.1 and 6.7. Um, all the same sort of uh, upgrades. They've got um, more, you know, bigger cameras again. Um, stain comes in stainless steel. Um, now has um, macro. Yeah, just just say it's got everything the other one had, plus a bit more. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. Um, yeah. Yes, the main thing seems to be um, macro and a load of stuff about the cameras. Which yeah, it comes with three cameras rather than two. With... Yeah, it's usual. It's even better. It's our best ever. Definitely. Yeah, the best camera we've ever put in an iPhone. Um, there we are. So, uh, and that that was pretty much it. That was that the was phone. It. That yeah. was the phones. Um, I, you know, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, I can't," you know, "No, I wasn't that interested." It's not a big upgrade, but you know, I will be you for you know my contract on my xr will be coming to an end at the end of the year so you know i could be in the market for a 13 um i mean the truth is there's an awful lot of us that um upgrade much more along the the old way that apple used to do it or or even a little bit longer than that so it's you know two or three years before we upgrade and therefore when we do it's actually quite a big thing quite a lot's changed in that time yeah You were saying there's not a lot of difference between the 13 and the 13 Pro. Um, the display is different, I think. Next to your display. Oh, it's um, got 120 hertz adaptive refresh. It's got yeah. Yes, it's got better. the refresh. Yeah, no, I'm not saying there's a lot of difference between the... the, no, um, the just, I, just better in every way. It's better. It's <laughs> Yes, it's more money and it's got more, mm. more giggles. Um, it has the 120 Pro motion refresh adaptive refresh display. It does indeed. Um, and does the 13 have the macro photography feature, or is that just the Pro version? No, that's only on the Pro. The pro. That's right, for the Pro. Okay. That's for the Pro. Same as the Pro Motion, you know, 120 hertz is um, mm-hmm. only on the Pro. Um, you know, I've got to keep some things for the Pro, otherwise it wouldn't be very Pro, would it? There we go. Mm. Uh, <laughs> why, <laughs> why, you know, why would you want to? Um, it, you know, very nice. Very nice piece of kit. Um, The the Pro is probably not the phone that I would want because I don't need to spend that much money and the features it offers above the ordinary phone are of no interest to me. But that's that's me. Yes, a a lot of it is about the cameras, isn't it, with the the Pros? The Pros have been very, very much about the cameras for, well, pretty much since they started calling them Pros. Um, Yes, agreed. So, you know, it, it's nice. Oh, the, one of the things that um, some of the pundits were predicting was an always-on display, possibly with phone-like complications, which we didn't have. 
And um, again, it was on uh, the Verge cast, and I think it might have been Dieter Bonn, but it doesn't matter. One of them said, you know, we didn't get an always-on display, uh, you know, with the uh, widgets as sort of predicted by some of the pundits. And he said, uh, I think there's a perfectly good reason for that, and that is Apple actually believe you already have an always-on display with complications on it, and that's your watch. Yeah, and that actually Apple, you know, Apple want you to use your watch to do that, not your phone, because that's part was part of the thing about the watch in the first place. It was like leave your phone in your pocket more. Um, you know what? Apple perceptive. do not only make they not only make brilliant pieces of kit; they're really good at web pages as well, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scrolling down this web page and things shoot about all over the place. It's very cool. Very slick, isn't it? Very slick indeed. Yeah. Sorry, I have to pop it up for a minute ago. No problem. Right. Well, iOS. iOS, uh, what's the new one? 15. 15. 15 due Cut. Monday, I believe. Monday. Oh, yep, 20, oh, which is tomorrow. It's. A, I've, al- I've already had the release candidate. It came out. The other day? Oh, yes, you. Yeah, I've got it now. Mr. Bleeding Edge, we know. Yeah. Mr. Bleeding Edge, yeah. <laughs> well, although I'll tell you something that happened today, which I'd not noticed before. Um, oh. When my internet was out, I tried to send a message to Mark, and it wouldn't go because I'd got no mobile data and my internet was down because my router had bloody yeah. crashed itself. Given up the ghost. And I had to do a full factory reset and get everything back set up and running. Was um, it said a message couldn't be sent? So I thought, well, that's all right. I'll just do the thing where you press on it, and it says it usually says send as SMS. That was not available. You've got try again or give up. They seem to have removed oh. the option to send something as an SMS, which, if I have, is actually bloody annoying because then I couldn't text. I couldn't text him anyway. No. There you go. Um, so I'll tell you what, let's take a five minute break because Mr. Nemo is back in the hardware store. Um, he Hooray. actually has some products to review. So we'll go over to uh, Nemo and take five and then we'll come back and have a quick look at uh, what few stories we've got and then we'll wrap the show up. How's that? Yeah, sounds good. Okie doke. All right, over to John. Take it away. <laughs> Nemo's Hardware Store is back on a sunny, warm Sunday afternoon in Tucson, Arizona, edging up toward 100 degrees Fahrenheit, sitting out by the pool, getting ready to go in in a little while. Whoa, what's this here in front of me? Just rolled in from the loading dock at Nemo's Hardware Store. The company is Catalyst, C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T. Many of you know I'm a big fan of Catalyst. Catalyst Case Dot com. Product is for the new iPhone 13. The Influence case for the iPhone 13 series. Cost in the U.S. is $40. Comes available for the Max Pro, the regular Pro, the regular 13, and the Mini 13. Bunch of different colors, and you could add different buttons and lanyard sets. Comes with a black lanyard. They sent us the clear case and the really attractive green Neon case, glow in the dark, yes, has drop protection, has a much better sound coming out of the speaker at the bottom. I've been using Catalyst cases ever since the iPhone 6, and it's the only case I will put on my family's iPhones. 
So check them out. $40 in the U.S. And finally, Catalyst is also making available their own shatter, scratch-resistant, fingerprint-free, tempered glass screen protector. It's high-end. It'll cost $30 at least, adding to the price of your case. And if it's anything like the other Catalyst products, it's well worth it to protect the precious glass on the front of your very precious brand new version 13 iPhone. It comes with a QR code to help you claim your warranty and learn how to use the case. As I said, it has a really good black lanyard to keep your case attached to your wrist when you're taking photography or when you're traveling, when you're on the subway, anywhere you need to have that extra gripping protection. There's a really good instant mute button, volume up and down on one side, power on the other side. This is a terrific case that I recommend very much. This is the Influence case, and it's called the Active Defense Influence Series CatalystCase.com. CatalystCase.com. As soon as you go onto their website, you can tap chat, lower right, and be in touch with their chat bot, and you can read all about the features on this basic case that goes around the back and the sides with the hole in the corner for the lenses of the camera. Any questions? Get in touch with me, Nemo's Hardware Store is easy to find, but I'm glad to be back here at the Essential Apple Podcast. I'll be back next week with some good USB-C products, and so order your new 13 iPhone now and protect it with a glow-in-the-dark Catalyst case. Strong recommendation, personal recommendation from Nemo. Back next week. Thank you for that, John. And uh, links to those products, the Catalyst product, will be in the show notes as ever. And uh, good to have you back, John. Good to have you back. Right, so... Let's uh, skim over a few other stories we've got here. Um, Apple have discontinued the 256 gigabyte iPhone SE following the release of the iPhone 13. Um, that's not particularly surprising to me. As they as products slide down the rankings, they have a tendency to remove some of the models. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll probably be around the number that they've sold of them. Um, I... If they can see that they're not actually selling a huge number of those, then they'd probably just, you know, quietly let it go. Because yeah. why why continue to produce it if very few people are buying Well, I it? think the other thing is what they do is they'll keep the SE available, but by removing the 256 option, people will look at it and say, yeah, but I want more storage. Ah, then maybe you should be considering the new Mini. You should be oh, considering... That's true. You see, if you, yeah. you you know, there's more upsell available there. They they do that a lot to um, older products. So they're still available, yeah. but they take away the upgrade options so that you, if you want more than what's in the base model, you've got to look at something newer. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. Um, and also, as you say, Nick, you know, I think the SE was very much pitched at the, again, price conscious um consumer so it might be that the people who buy an se are not on the whole the sort of people who are prepared to pay to have it upgraded to 256 gigabytes um mm. 
Possibly. Uh, 9to5Mac have an article on this is how Apple is removing the plastic wrap from the iPhone 13 box. Um, basically, it's no longer going to be, uh, you know, shrink wrapped or whatever. The box will be sealed with a paper tag. Um, the, the reviewers of the unboxings will not be happy. They, they don't have the, paper, the plastic to unwrap. <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> Now has a uh, paper seal which you uh, you know rip off the seal of the box. So, so I suspect it will be similar to what you get with cameras and the plastic bags. Yeah. If, if you open it, it, uh, it loses its, it's got a chevron pattern in it. It loses the um, the seal. What's that? The seal. It's if you a... open it, the, the the seal if you open it, it um, loses you know, loses the pattern. It shows it's been broken. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, anyway. there we are. We have um, a photo tweeted by uh, Re Rui, I think. Anyway, shows an adhesive paper tab from the end of the box to the bottom with a tear-off strip to open it. There is no way for the lid to come off the box until it is opened, and it serves the secondary purpose of plastic wrap, indicating if a box has been opened. Um, there we are. Uh, Apple said it made the change alongside other environmentally friendly changes. The iPhone 13 Pro and Pro Max are designed to minimise impact on the environment. They use 100% recycled rare earth elements for their magnets, 100% recycled tin in the solder, and for the first time in the solder of the battery management unit. Both these models introduce 100% recycled gold on the plating for the logic board and the wire in the front camera and rear camera arrays. Um, I read... think we forget sometimes, don't we, that how how much a small change can make. Well, the th- um, the... I mean, it could be millions of tons of plastic. Guess... <laughs> well, here we go, right? <laughs> Because of how many they shift, this is the thing, isn't it? You know, when you go yeah, and unwrap it's it, volume, you've, got a, isn't it? you've got a little tiny bit of plastic wrap that you have to throw away. But they ship millions upon millions every year. And it says here, this redesigned packaging eliminates outer plastic wrap, which avoids 600 metric tons of plastic and brings us closer <laughs> to the goal of completely removing plastic from all our packaging by 2025. I can't imagine 600 metric tons of anything. That's, <laughs> that's a, a lot, lot of plastic that's a lot wrap. Of stuff. That's a lot yeah. of plastic wrap, mate. It's the same thing, obviously, where they say here, you know, recycled gold on the logic board, right? Now, I'm sure yeah. the amount of gold per phone is tiny, but multiply it by, you know, 10 million or whatever it is, logic boards per quarter, and that's an awful lot of gold. There we are. Um, so that was that, um, which was nice. More, um, oh, and also in that piece, I think Apple said something about their um, carbon neutrality. Um, what does it say here? Um, Apple is carbon neutral for global corporate operations, and by 2030, we plan to have net zero climate impact across the entire business, including manufacturing, supply chain, and all product life cycles. So there we are. So within 10 years, they hope to be entirely uh, climate neutral, or whatever, environmentally neutral, which is good, good stuff. Um, unsurprisingly, Apple are now facing an M1 MacBook cracked screen class action lawsuit, as I believe we predicted the last show we did, um, after the thing about screens allegedly cracking for no reason. Um, yeah. You're holding it wrong. 
Yeah, opening it wrong. Um, Apple uh, faces revenue challenge as judge orders App Store changes. Of course, this happened um, in between our shows, didn't it? The uh, judgment of, in the Epic case was handed down, um, and Apple were told that they it was, uh, you know, in fact, injuncted from uh, applying their steering rules, which say people may not link to uh, other sources of payment. So uh, the one thing that uh, we thought was all pretty much unfair, that you can't tell people that there are other ways to pay, um, the judge has said that that is illegal and must be removed. But on the other nine counts, which involve uh, various antitrust allegations, Apple was uh, vindicated. So um, uh, it's it's good. It's isn't it nice when common sense prevails? Yep. Um, Apple called this ruling a vindication. Today, the court affirmed what we knew all along: the App Store is not in violation of antitrust law. The court has recognised that success is not illegal. Uh, Tim Sweeney of Epic said, this ruling is not a win for developers or consumers. We are fighting for fair yeah, competition. Yeah, of course, they're going to appeal blah, 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 it. Blah. Right? And, of to, course, they're going they're to gonna, appeal. They're yeah, they're going to appeal it. Of course, they are. They still think they're right. Um, there we go. You know, blah, blah, blah. But basically, other than the steering, which you know the judge had made very clear from the start she was not happy with, uh, yeah. All the other nine. It's a fairly minor thing. It's a fairly minor change, really. I mean, I know it's quite a big change for Apple, but it's. I mean, it really is a fairly is minor it, change. Is it that. really a big thing for Apple? I mean, you're going to get people like Netflix, um, Spotify. Those sort of people are going to be able to have a link or a button that says "subscribe here." Yeah, um, but the vast majority of people. The vast majority of people are going to see it, and they're going to say. You can either click this button and you'll just sort of pay with your finger or you click this button and you have to go through a form and fill it in. I mean, yeah. for the vast majority of people, they're just going to click the button. Um, exactly, you know. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I might be wrong. There I don't. Be loads of I, people out there who want, who want to save pound fifty or whatever it is a, a month. Well, I, uh, I think people may be happy to do that and some of these big companies are going to get a win out of that. But... Um, you know, for for your average app, I don't think people are going to change their you know way they subscribe. They want to do it in the app store. They want to do an in-app yeah, they want purchase. It to be seamless. Yeah, they want an in-app right. purchase. I want to un. I, I want to remove the ads. Just press here, and it will be charged <laughs> to your account. Or I want to subscribe to this app. Just click here, and you're subscribed, and it will be charged to your account. You know, so um, yeah, there will be a, there will be there will be a financially. Obviously, but I can't see it being particularly large. Well, in, when you're talking about Apple's revenue, yeah. it's, it's probably just going to be like a little scratch. You know, this this was on time. This is threat to major revenue stream. I'm not sure that it's really a massive threat to the revenue stream at all. No, there we are. No, do I. I think it's probably the best result most people could hope for. Now, anti-steering yeah. rules have been they've been injuncted and told that they are no longer allowed to do that. And other than that, everything else carry on as before. Um, so that was that. Um, Tim Cook uh, has done an interview with Time magazine. What technology excites him the most? Uh, link to that. Uh, if you're interested in reading what uh, what technology excites Tim. Um, 
Apple suddenly confirms a stunning iPhone 13 price surprise, which was Forbes, um, and for once a sensible article, um, and that is the cost of replacing a damaged back on the 12s and the 13s uh, is now to be uh, in line with the cost of replacing a screen um, and will cost you $29, I am assuming, if you have the um, Apple Care Plus. Um, previously, back glass why, was classified uh, because they didn't do it. You know, they've just sort of done it without telling anybody. That's the only reason. It's a pleasant surprise. Oh, right. Okay. This is not a bad surprise. This is a pleasant surprise because, as it says here, Previously, back glass was classified as other damage with eye-watering prices for people who did not have Apple Care Plus. Um, ah, right. Okay, fair enough. Jolly good. I believe I read somewhere that uh, a broken glass, back glass, on an iPhone 12 without the um, Apple Care cover was as much as sort of five, six hundred pounds. Oh, good grief. Like fast, you know, yes, eye-watering kinds of money. Um, originally, apparently, this was because the, the only way to do it was pretty much to replace the whole back shell. Um, right. Apple then altered that some time ago where they said that they could now replace the glass without replacing the whole shell. Um, but now, basically, it's being covered under Apple Care at the same rate as replacing the front, uh, you know, glass on the front, should mm -hmm. you break it which brings it down to $30 if you have apple care which isn't Jolly necessarily don't break super. your stuff folks yeah but don't, don't break don't it break don't it. it's expensive not worth it <laughs> that stuff's expensive <laughs> um so that's a, a pleasant surprise apparently um flick type developer sues apple over its swipe keyboard which we talked about earlier um yeah. and of course um clive sinclair the inventor who helped popularize personal computers or aka home computer legend Sir Clive uh, has died at 81. Oh, Good old my Clive. first computer was a was a Sinclair ZX81. Yep. There we are. Uh, oh. Sir Clive died early on September the 16th at 81 after a long illness. Um, oh. When he when brought out his uh, three wheeler car, uh, um, the C5. Year, yes. I was in uh, I was on holiday in Isle of Wight and uh, at Seaview. Um, and they had them on hire. Um, I think you had to hire it for about an hour. So I gave it a go. I can see why it didn't sell. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, your steering was under your legs, yeah. under your thigh, uh, and you were so low you needed a flag just to let other vehicles yeah, see you. Yeah, that's true. And there, was was a really, there, was, there was a really cool car on a Friday. I can't remember what it was called now, at the um, Fully Charged show. That was sort of a cross between a bike and a and a car. Um, it was completely enclosed. Um, have you heard of a Twizzy? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. In fact, yeah, I saw one Renault the other Twizzy. day. Renault Twizzy. Yeah. yeah it was be better than a Renault Twizzy, and and it leans when you go into corners. It leans like a bike would. Three <laughs> wheeler. Um, it might be. I can't mm -hmm. remember. I can't remember. No, I have a feeling it was a four wheeler. But sure. anyway, it's a, a cool, cool piece of kit. Uh, and and like the Twizzy, you sit be one person sits behind the other person. Um, I can't remember the name of the company that that make it, but it was it was cool. I've saw a review of it afterwards, and uh, 
people were saying, yeah, actually, this is not bad. You know, if you particularly if you're on like a sort of a, a large campus or something like that, Ooh. absolutely brilliant Carver. for getting around. Carver microcar? Oh, that was the one. Carver. A leading yeah. three-wheeled microcar. Which is three-wheeled. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, – I saw it at the show, and I thought it was quite cool. And when are you doing your um, doing your review of the show for the our YouTube channel? <laughs> Me? No, I don't think so. Right, I, uh, I found it. You should have been a roving reporter. I found it very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Up. It's a cool looking machine, and it's got it's got heating. I mean, which the Twizy never had. Um, I mean, the well, Twizy had just got didn't have any just doors either. Well, that's right. It yeah. had doors. It just had no windows. Uh, you mm. could buy window plastic windows for it, but uh, yeah, the Twizy was uh, mm. interesting. Hard, hard to um, stick. But this carve is, you know, a serious, um, a serious mm. thing. I think. I mean, they're they're definitely talking about producing it. So uh, it looks like it's interesting. It's sort of the ugliest one that had sure was that suctoring. Uh, Car, the wee box thing. Yeah, that Ami. Oh, the Citroen Ami. Yeah, that was that. I was at the show as well. Yeah, that, that, that seems that bit... um, teenagers. Is, and... It it is, and that yeah. is a bit weird because it looks it looks a little bit like you know preformed the pre shaped plastic, mm-hmm. that sort of grey plastic. It's made out of that sort of stuff. It's uh, yeah, a bit that's a bit strange as well. But I really like the look of the Carver. Mm-hmm. I thought that was quite cool. It looks like. Um... Cross between a motorcycle and uh, sort of, you know, reminds me vaguely. There was a, a, a many many years ago. There was a machine like that, uh, an, an enclosed motorcycle type thing. Um, yes, I mean they've tried it a number of times, haven't they? Um, so yes, I'm just looking at the link you've put in. Yeah, it's not a car and not a scooter. It's a car of a hundred percent electric urban vehicle, perfect for commuting and short journeys. Mm. It's only got four. It's only got a hundred kilometer range, so you know. But I just think the the vehicle at the show really caught my. Uh, I wasn't at the show, but I saw the fully charged um, review of it. Yeah, um, was the Morris fan? Yes. Morris oh fan. yeah, that was I cool that. as well. Yeah. yeah. Excuse yeah. my stuff's binging. <laughs> Yes. Well, I put the, I put the uh, the the JE on the on the show art last time, um, and <clears throat> so I'll put I'll put that Carver link in the show notes, everybody, uh, for that. You can have a look at that. It's an interesting little thing. Um, and lastly, basically, um, Mailchimp and ExpressVPN have been sold. The latter to a former malware company. Oh dear! Oh dear! That's not good. A um, VPN. Yes. Um, MailChimp and ExpressVPN will change hands. Uh, a British-Israeli digital security software provider called Cape Technologies has secured ExpressVPN for $936 million US dollars, which strikes me as an awful lot of money to be paying for mm-hmm. a to purchase a VPN. Um, uh, what have we got here? The usual stuff. We're delighted to be joining Cape Technologies, etc., etc. Um it's essential to us that anyone we teamed up with shared our strong fundamental commitment to user privacy. Yes, as it says okay. here, all right. Okay. Um, Cape Technologies has a somewhat cloudy history as what Cena referred to as the notorious creator of some pernicious data huffing adware known as Crossrider, which it notes was co founded by an ex Israeli surveillance agent and a billionaire convicted of insider trading. And named in the Panama Papers. Oh, um, dear. 
The irony of a company which once created malware that stole private data now selling security is a little rich. Crossrider changed its name to Cape Technologies in 2018, um, a move CEO Ido Ehrlichman said was to leave behind the strong association with past activities of the company. Um, so, okay, so it might have it might have changed its uh... it might have changed its spots, but um, it's yes, a little concern. If you're a bit oh, concerned, and, uh... don't you know you might want to jump ship? Yeah, and Mail Mailchimp has been bought by Intuit and. Yes, of TurboTax, uh, Turbo QuickBooks. QuickBooks and all that, yes. Um, for oh, cool. $12 billion. That is a lot. That is a lot of money. Um, do, you pay to, do you pay to use MailChimp? Is it a paid service? Um, it depends, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Does it there depend are, on how much you use it? Kind of uh, I think so. Um, I think so. It's um, Cool. It, yeah, I'm not over... I, I mean, I know what it does. And I, I, yes, I know what it does. Yeah, it's um. I think, I think the... our circuit, I think our circuit leadership team use it for sending out, you know, mailings across to everyone in the circuit. So yes, and you know, prevents you from getting blacklisted as a spammer because you've sent out five hundred yes. emails or whatever. Um, yeah, and it's a good service. And so anyway, they've they've been bought by uh, Intuit. Um, so probably no real yeah. change there. Hopefully. And that's that's pretty much it, chaps. That's pretty much all of the stories. So um, there we are. We'll wrap it up, shall we? And uh, call it a day. Yeah. Jolly good. So, uh, Nick, if you want to tell it is, people, it is almost it, it is almost midnight after all. I mean, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite, but yes. Okay. So, if you want to tell people where they can find your stuff, uh, certainly. Um... Uh, you can find me very occasionally on Twitter. I'm Spligosh, S-P-L-I-G-O-S-H. You can hear me occasionally over on Bot Show on Let's Talk Apple. And I'm in the Slack room occasionally, so you can find me in there too. And if you want to see our new improved 1080p version of the church's worship, <laughs> uh, I upgraded it during the... I did some tests during the week to make sure that our bandwidth was sufficient and all that kind of thing. Uh, and it worked very well this morning. So uh, that that's over on our site, which is in the show notes. In the show notes, yes. If you want to see Nick's work, uh, you know, streaming his church services, there you yeah, go. It was actually Gerald. Gerald did most of the work this morning. He was uh, one of the stewards. Uh, so that's I've been training him up. And uh, I dropped him in the deep end this week because I was helping to lead worship. <laughs> well, there we go. So um, there you go. You can yeah, probably so. see Nick in the church stream video. Uh, indeed. There we are. Okay, uh, Jim? Uh, in the Slack room, on Flickr as Army O, uh, in Vimeo, link in the show notes, and I might be popping up on YouTube as Army O uh, in a wee while. Oh, <clears throat> Excellent, excellent. So, uh, there we are, and I, of course, am on Twitter as at Serenak, and that's S-E-R-E-N-A-K. Uh, the site is essentialapple.com the show tweets under at essential apple um you can find me in the slack room of course uh, a lot of the time and uh that's about it thank you to everybody who listens thank you for all the people who support us in all the usual manners uh you know leave us a review um you know chuck us a few quid whatever we appreciate everybody who listens and uh for now we'll call it a show and we'll be back next time so goodbye Bye. Cheerio. 
You've been listening to the Essential Apple Podcast. And I'd like to say, if you enjoy the show and would like to support us, feel free to go over to the website essentialapple.com and you will find links to both Patreon and the Pinecast Tips Jar, where you can make a donation towards the costs of the show. Uh, Or even, if you're really keen, you could set up a recurring payment. And thank you very, very much to all the people who already do support us. We really do appreciate you very much indeed. This show is, of course, part of the My Mac Podcasting Network, where you can find a variety of other shows like the My Mac Podcast with Guy and Gaz, the G-Men, Tech Fan with Tim and David, the Nintendo Club podcast, the geekiest show ever, the Three Geeky Ladies, uh, Bart Shots and his wonderful Let's Talk Apple, and possibly some more that I've forgotten. So why not go over to mymac.com, take a look at the available podcast, and take a listen. Hi, my name is Dave Ginsberg. I'm the host of In Touch with iOS at InTouchYOS.com with my co-host, Warren Sklar. We talk about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. We also have some great Apple guests from the Apple community that also talk to us uh, relating to any tips, any apps, any news of the day, anything that's going on with Apple. Please give us a listen. Our website is InTouchWithIOS.com. Thank you for listening and we hope to see you next time.